Hey, 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 y'all, and welcome to another episode of the Healthy, Happy, and Whole Podcast. I'm excited about this episode. This episode is all about, are you fluent in the language of love? And so before we jump right in, as we always do, let's speak our affirmations. And if this is your first time listening, I love to begin the episode off with affirmations because they are so beneficial in helping you restore confidence and self-esteem. And so put your hand on your heart and repeat after me. I am grateful for the life I've cultivated and the experiences that bring me joy. My soul is healthy and so is my mind. My peace transcends all understanding. Breathe in, breathe out. Yes. So as I said, this episode is all about, are you fluent in the language of love? And I'm going to be talking about love languages. Like, do you know yours? Do you even like follow this advice? I mean, let's let's talk about it, y'all. So by now, most of you have heard about the five languages in some way, shape or form. And many people are using this information to truly learn about how to speak love to their partners and how they can ask their partners for the type of love that they want to receive. I mean, (laughs) I think people be asking, what's your love language on the first date now? (laughs) They ain't wasting anybody's time. So, but for me, I, I do, I do think it's important to understand your partner and the way they like to receive love and understand their quote unquote language. The, the author who created the five love languages, Gary Chapman, and I believe that the five love languages is a great framework for couples to try to better understand how they can show up in love for one another and how they can communicate their needs. But I differ in the fact that I am one of those people that I need them all. Like when it comes to the love languages, Brianna needs them all. And I finally got to that place because at first I was thinking or under the impression that I needed to just find my one and then roll with that. But then I realized that that one just not going to do it, even if that is the one that is my top or whatever, I still need them all. And so just to go over what the five love languages are for anybody who don't know exactly what they are. It is words of affirmation, it's receiving gifts, it's acts of service, quality time, and physical touch. So for me, words of affirmation is huge for me. Like, speak that sweet stuff like to me. Speak that sweet stuff to me. I love to hear compliments. I love being affirmed. I love being edified. I mean, like, talk that talk to me. However, as much as I love that, I can't imagine being only loved in words, but not having the quality time or the physical touch. So that's why I know I need them all. Like my partner has to be multilingual. (laughs) He got to speak them all. And so I say this because I think it is also important as a reminder not to limit ourselves to just these five languages. 
I remember not too long ago that I was talking to my good friend on the phone and she was she was creating something for her partner, something sweet, just doing something really, really beautiful for him. And she was just describing what she was doing and telling me she was like, this is one of my love languages, acts of kindness and or something like that. And then I joked, but I was like, oh, girl, society's going to say, girl, that is not no love language. And she replied, but it's mine. And I love that because we don't have to limit ourselves to just these five love languages, because there are plenty of other ways that we show our love and we may want to receive love. And so we don't have to get stuck in just these five because our partners may need us to be fluent in some other languages that shows that we love them. And so it's important that we do understand that there are plenty of other ways that we can show love outside of just these five. And it's really about tuning into your partner. For example, like with the five love languages can can feel limiting, right? Because you may hear your partner say they love receiving gifts. Like you may hear them say that you may know that and you may have learned that and receiving gifts is their love language and so for example so you go out you purchase them this beautiful coat that you wanted them to have you give it to them but they don't seem quite excited about receiving the coat and you can't understand because their love language is receiving gifts how are you not excited about the gift that you just received but even though receiving gifts is their love language they prefer gifts that are maybe a little more sentimental a gift that they truly really wanted gifts that are more meaningful that's important to them so it's not just knowing that they like receiving gifts it is learning about what that means to them, what that looks like, and what type of gifts do they want to receive. Again, right, you you can hear your partner say they love receiving gifts, and so you go out and buy them shoes and stuff like that, and they don't want no shoes. That That's not, they like books as a gift or something like that. So it, it's about going beyond just, oh, I know they like to receive gifts, but understanding them and truly learning to be fluent in their language. And so I think that's important. And like I said, another example with one of the love languages could be for, you know, your partner love language could be quality time, right? But quality time can mean many things to different people. You know, what does that look like for your partner? Is quality time for them just being with each other whether you're doing something together or you're doing your own thing and that could be y'all sitting in the bedroom together and your partner's reading a book and you're watching tv that's quality time y'all are together is that what they mean when they say they enjoy quality time or does quality time mean that you and them are doing something together and y'all are giving each other your undivided attention so that's why I think it is important. Like I said, it's just, we can't just, oh, my partner's love language is quality time. But what does that look like? Because it again, even under that, um, that love language can mean many different things, as we said about the receiving gifts. And so this is why it goes beyond just knowing your partner's love language, but it's learning 
how to speak the language where they can understand you and feel loved. And so when your partner does say, you know, if you if you decide to have this conversation around love languages and things like that, and they may say, oh, physical touch is huge for me. Well, what does that look like? Do they do they like when you're passing each other to grab them on the arm? Is it when you are just sitting watching a movie? They like for you to put your arm around them. Is is physical touch for them cuddling? Physical touch for them kissing? Like what is it? So it's really getting to understand what physical touch looks like for your partner or for yourself and learning how to speak their language so that they feel loved and so as i said i think it is good to share your needs with your partner but then also it's important to learn this little word and and operate in this word what we call patience right it is important to be patient with your partner as they're learning your language or languages especially if they're not fluent in it. And I think it's important for them to also extend that patience to you because we have some people in society that teaches or spews that when a person loves you, they're just going to get it. Like they're going to automatically jump in gear. They're going to know everything about you, do everything right. And sometimes that is not the case. You know, sometimes you get a beautiful partner who you know is showing up in love, but your language is not something they're fluent in. It's not something that they are familiar with. It is not something that they're used to. And so most times I've noticed that some people, they show up in love in the way that feels best for them, right? So they're going to love you in the in the way that feels best for them. So, for example, your partner may show up in the best by doing acts of service for you. That's how they show up in love or in other ways, you know. And so I think it's important that how to appreciate how your partner is showing up, especially while they're learning you. I don't think you need to overlook the ways they are showing up even if it's not quite your language, right? So what I mean, like, let's say, again, words of affirmation is your language. However, your partner doesn't affirm you all the time in the way that you you would like. But when you need anything, you need your oil change, your tires, anything around the house, they got your back. Like you can count on them a hundred percent of the time. So no, they're not fluent yet in your language, but you can still find the beauty in them showing up in love. And then utilize communication to begin to teach them what you may need to feel loved. Yeah, I don't think we should automatically discount the way our partner shows up in love just because it's not our language right away. We have to learn one another. We have to teach people the things that we need, communicate those things. And it can be as simple as like, 
hey babe like thank you so much for like filling up my gas tank going to the store grabbing my lunch you know that really means a lot to me i i'm truly thankful and i appreciate you but also it also means so much to me when you compliment me on my outfits or you know you let me know how how well i'm doing when you see me working hard on writing my book you know when you affirm me that also makes my soul happy that that speaks to me that that makes me feel loved you know something like that where you can let them know that you do see them operating in love but you also would love if they can speak the language of love in a way that makes you feel loved you know and when we think about languages pure you know languages like english or spanish it takes time to learn a new language i mean that's why they say if you want your child to be bilingual or multilingual you it's best to teach them between the ages of zero to five because that is when it's the easiest for us to learn new languages and so think about it now your partner has been doing something or speaking this way for a long time and now you come into their life and this beautiful person and they want to love you and and learn about you but you you speak a different language than what they're used to and so they gotta learn that they gotta learn how to become fluent and and learn the way you like to be loved and so that's why I like to say it takes that patience because it takes time to implement something new it really does like when you're used to doing something one way it really does take time to implement it but as long as you two are willing they're willing they are open and y'all are willing to hear and speak the language of love to one another it's that time that you and your partner will have to become fluent in what you both need from one another and so be patient with yourself if you as you're learning and also be patient with them and so whenever I talk about patience you know I always get that question that come up like well I mean how long how long do I be patient and (laughs) I say if your partner isn't fluent yet but you see them trying to speak your language They may be struggling sometimes a little bit, but you see them actively trying to keep, you know, learning and and observing and doing what is necessary. Flow with them, you know, be there, you know, give them some grace, you know, some kindness. However, if you recognize that your partner is not even studying, ain't even trying to learn, doesn't even care (laughs) to try to communicate in a way with you that makes you feel loved, then that's a decision you have to make about the state of your relationship, you know, and that's either just saying to yourself, am I okay with how things are, the way they're showing up, or is is this what I really need to feel loved? I really need this from them because this makes me feel loved. And so, as I mentioned earlier, it's just about being in tune, you know, really watching, listening, and learning who's in front of you and what they need. So, how important are love languages to you? How important do you think they're going to be in your relationship? 
Do you know your own? Do you know your partners? I mean, do you even think that this framework is going to be necessary for you to cultivate a healthy relationship? Do you all just love on one another, however that works, and you all are working just fine? You know, I also saw people talking about practicing, you know, the love languages on yourself, you know, filling up your cup by speaking love to yourself in the form of words of affirmation, physical touch, quality time, acts of service and receiving gifts. And that is why I I know that I need all those love languages because I need them all because they all fit within my life in a certain way. And I do think that is a nice way to be able to, you know, because a lot of people come to me like, well, how how can I love myself? And a beginning way for you to begin to is to look at these languages and and explore other ways and start from there. You can look at words of affirmation and how can you begin to talk that sweet stuff to yourself You can look at quality time and think about when you turn off the TV and putting your phone down, how you could take time for yourself to either read a book, do nothing or um, meditate. You can think about physical touch as far as like setting up um, time for you to go get massages or, you know, the way you rub on your body when you're putting lotion on and and things like that. And then acts of service by doing things for yourself. And then gifts, buying yourself gifts, books, you know, purses, shoes, whatever. And so you can you can utilize these love languages to begin to operate in self-love with yourself. So again, and like I say, you don't have to just choose one. You know, if you need them all, you need them all. <laughs> you don't have to put yourself in one box. Yeah, because these love languages are just a framework. (laughs) You don't have to utilize them as if they are law. This is just this one beautiful person attempt to help couples understand one another, understand each other's needs, and learning how to speak love to one another. And so, as I mentioned at the top of the episode, that I... I'm going to have them all. And so I don't describe to just the idea of one. And I also have other ways I show up in love for my partner and other ways I recognize the way someone shows up for me that may not always speak to my love language. And so I want to say that you can go deeper, deeper with your partner and understand them on a deeper level what quality time looks like to to them how do y'all define the relationship what is important for you all yeah because i remember my friend saying that she loves to meet a need and i think that is important when you think about your partner and they communicate to you what they need or you recognize the things that they need that is important that you show up as a partner in a way that you can pour into them and so be mindful. Be mindful of the things that you need. Be mindful of what your partner needs. And show up. Speak the language of love. However that looks like for you, however that looks like for your partner, 
be fluent in the language of love. Because when we speak the language of love, it truly, truly, truly benefits us and the person we are in relationship with and even not even just our romantic relationships but our friends our children our family when we are fluent in the language of love so y'all until next time be healthy be happy and be whole later